come on out to the Hey Girls Americana Radio Show, hosted by Song River and Carol Pacey of Carol Pacey and the Honey Shakers. All coming to you live on KWOD Independent Internet Radio, broadcasting from the Ice House Tavern in Phoenix, Arizona. All sound recorded and mixed by Vintage Note Records. Come on out, check out the show, and then visit the website at blogtalkradio.com backslash KWOD radio. We'll see y'all out there. It's the Hey Girl Show. Hey, hey, hey out there. Uh, If you want to listen in, you can tune in to blogtalkradio.com backslash KWOD. Look for the Hey Girls. And I am looking up our phone number for you right now as I'm speaking to to give it to you so that if you'd like to call in, the number is 714-242-5145. That is 714-242. 242-5145. This is Song River for KWAD Radio, the Hey Girl Show. Even though she ripped my heart out of my chest And even though she disregarded me like all I still listen for the call And I'll keep looking till I find your sweet caress So it's one more round on the long way down Even though I might just wind up in the dark
How do you like your cornflakes, Carol? Uh, With milk. You like sugar on your cornflakes? I do or, like sugar yeah. on my cornflakes. Do you usually buy plain cornflakes then? I don't buy cornflakes. You don't buy cornflakes? <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it. What kind of cereal do you like to eat? Good cereal. Good cereal? <laughs> You're not going to throw a brand out there because we don't do things like we that on this show that. because right. we are independent. And we don't support corporate America. We support independent musicians. That's creatives right. and artists. That's right, Song River. And this is the Hey Girl Show. And <laughs> hey, Carol, how are you? I'm fantastic, thank you. How are you? I couldn't be any better if I wanted to be. They'd have to make me twins, and that is a scary thing. <laughs> I don't think I can handle two of you. <laughs> I don't think you could either, actually. I couldn't handle me. <laughs> well, very good. good evening, everybody. We hope everybody here is having fun. There's quite a few people here lined up that direction. Yes, they are. <laughs> Time Out Lounge here in Tempe. That's right. At Southern and Mill. Get your buddies here now. Now. So let me tell you who we just listened to. That first track was a buddy of mine out of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Mr. Corey Hawthorne. E? Canada E? No, he doesn't do that kind of no? thing. Uh-huh. And that song was called King of the Broken Hearts. That second song was Murrieta. They're a local band here out of Tempe. We played Woo! with them at the Summer Ends Music Festival Love last fall. Love them. Love them. That song was Next Flight to Buffalo. And then that last song was by Old Storm, also local from here in the Valley. And that was their song, Southern Moon. I liked Old Storm. Like I said it did have overtures a little bit of, of a little bit of white stripes, a, a little, little bit of white stripes, a little early Jack White white painting <laughs> there on the walls. But um, yeah, pretty cool sound. Uh, those were some good good uh, send-ins, guys. Thank you very much. Right. So if you send me your music, whoever was the most recent, you're usually going to head off, start the next show. That's kind of how they're rolling. If that if that is not a reason to get your yeah. stuff into right. us, you independent yeah. rock and roll musicians. Get it in so Miss Carol can yeah. put it in the lineup because she's our music lineup person. Correct. That, is that <laughs> so official? So if you hate the music, it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we only have like ten slots a show for yeah. recorded music. So yeah, whoever whoever sends it in between now and the next show, you're usually first up. It's muy importante. See, it's muy importante. Sí. <laughs> that's that's our Spanish for the lingo for the evening. And we're done. <laughs> Uh, well, hey, um, in the house tonight, live, we have the Upper Strata. Isn't that we awesome? We do have that. They're very awesome. I am so We stoked. go way back. The upper do strata. you really? Yeah. I don't remember what year it was the first time. It was a long time long ago. long time ago? No, no. But like in 09, maybe? 010? I don't think it was at Hollywood Alley, right? That's right with our first show. And was Jeremiah Craig at that show, too? Yep. There was, an, yeah. there was a couple of good guys, and I haven't seen them around since. Yeah. So well, that's because the mind. important ones are here. Right. The upper strata. Right. Hello. But see, you play a show with me, man. I try not to lose touch with you. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> you're, you're really good at keeping in touch with people, and well, that's one of the things, you know, many things we appreciate about your talents. They're fantastic, though. They just, were, just blew me away, and we've had a show or two since then, mm-hmm. or played on other shows together. So the upper yeah. strata graciously accepted our invitation Well, I've, I've kind of gotten addicted to them. I kind of keep 
putting putting them on replay <laughs> on my computer while I, I do work. I so there's I, some I rumors of new music this year. Yes, there is. When you get to that part of the yes. show. Be sure to ask about that. I will ask about that. Uh, or I'll let you south, ask about it. No, I'm not in charge. A southeastern, <laughs> I'm pretty face. A southeastern tour potentially <laughs> coming up. I got the skinny on that. Yes, yes. <laughs> southeast tour. Southeast, southern, southeast. It's yep. a, that's a good region. Yeah. And it's a good place to tour, actually. Yeah. So very supportive, that yeah. whole region. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so, so you have lots of stuff yeah. to chit-chat and fill in about. And then in our second hour during our Spotlight at 10... Our good friend Duncan Reed from Duncan Reed and the Big Heads out of the UK is going to be calling in. It'll be 4.30 a.m. his time. (laughs) Bless your heart. We love you, Duncan. Thank you so much. Um, I met Duncan um, through another friend um, that was a friend with Billy Idol. So that's kind of how we all ended up connecting. Yeah. So shout out to everybody over there in the UK. We love our queen mother. I was just telling everybody a story about me in one of the Billy Idol songs. Uh-oh. Do we want to hear this? Was it in the back seat of a 57 Chevy? No. No, it was about singing an additional part. Although Andy said, Andy Brunda of Carol Pace and Honeyshakers, who's not here tonight because he doesn't feel well, so shout out to Andy, um, that originally, or in the song, is it Moni Moni? Mm-hmm. There, there's a recording of it, mm-hmm. and perhaps it's a club play where you shout out things. Yes. You do. Okay, so I, being a young girl uh-huh. of just old enough to be in the clubs, picked up that little thing. Did you really? And went to a wedding, oh, and I thought no. that's what you did. Um, Carol, <laughs> there are certain things that you just, I don't know. That was no. the funniest thing. Sometimes, folks life. out there in Radio Land, just ask me about Carol Pacey and the innocence so, that she just. So we're on exudes. the dance floor. Having a good old time, and it's like daytime show. Mona, and Mona, just, and I just was like shouting at the top of my lungs, and everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I was so embarrassed. I. <laughs> She's actually turning red just talking about it. I know you, we do, we don't we don't have visual, but yeah, she's actually turning red as she's giggling. This that is too good. So this funny. is too priceless. That was so funny. So that was my story to um, to, to add to it. your coolness of your okay. story was my not so cool story. <laughs> I love you. Anyway, why don't we call up the band? Yes, why don't we to call take up their the places band? on this fine fine stage here at the Timeout Lounge? It is under construction. Yes, um, it's under construction. This the, is not normally the stage how awesome is not, it looks. not the band. The stage is under construction, <laughs> not the, the band. The stage is under construction, right? So, and for those who have been in the timeout lounge before, you may recall that behind the band, on the stage is was like what do you what do you call that? A wood it used to be it used to be yeah, a wood background. Used to be a wood background. Right now, it is drywall construction. Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> They're still going to sound freaking awesome. Oh, it's not awesome. going to affect the band at all. Nah, but the visuals. And I and I, I'm looking at that sweet accordion sitting up there, and just I, ah, I wish I could play. I am so jealous. You know, she was the first. Okay, you know that I don't pay attention to a lot of rock and roll, and I'm going to rock and roll hell. Regula was one of the first female bass players that I just watched, and I was like, oh my gosh, just yeah. girl she's, bass she's, players she's in this one in particular, sexy. Yep, yeah. <laughs> they oh kind of get the oh attention. And and she's kind of got that slinky body that kind of glows. Her. She kind of she kind of fits in with her base. They can only hear it. You know, it. you need to see this. I'm um, actually I'm going to be taking pictures tonight, guys, and their oh, interview will man. be up. So you're going to get to see pictures of this hot, this whole... sexy, slinky bass player who just yeah, yeah totally works it. And Johnny and Troy, 
you're always good looking. Because <laughs> well, we, we always invite, have good looking people. We only good, invite yeah. we only good, like good looking people, people to the show. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do ugly. We just no, do good looking. All of our crowd. Good looking. Good looking. Yeah. Bands, good looking. Staff, good looking. Staff, good looking. <laughs> people out on the street, good looking. Good looking. Yeah, we, we don't do anything else. All right. All take right. It away. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done being a goofball. <laughs> Am I, am I, there I am. There I am. I, I think I got I got lost there for a second out there. Sorry about that. Um, tonight we've got the Upper Strata with us, and we've got Johnny on vocals, guitar, harmonica, and bass. And then, except you're not doing bass tonight, right? No, I am. You are? You are? Okay. And then Troy is on drums, and am I saying it right? Regula. Ah, oh, thank know. you. Oh, I, I did it. I did it. Also is on bass, accordion, and also does vocals. How did the three of you all come together. What's the story, Johnny? Once upon a time. Yeah, that mic should be good. Hmm. Well, uh, Regla and I, actually, first time I met Regla, we talked about music and we were, you know, I just, just happened to meet her and we were talking. It was like karaoke night at this little bar and um, she said how much she missed playing keyboard living in the States. She didn't have her keyboard with her and I realized that she had a real deep connection to music so it was my mission to find a keyboard for her and I took her to this little old coffee shop in a mountain town in Colorado and played she got to play some keyboard so but we just as soon as we could we started jamming really? a little bit yeah and we were just dating then you know just uh-huh. barely knew each other and um and after skipping skipping uh ended up living <laughs> with her in Switzerland and that's when we first started to really do some home recordings and uh-huh. things like that the first upper shot album was just me I recorded it in Colorado and then that became kind of the the basis of our our set early on, and uh, and then we started to write songs together, do little experimental home recordings and things. Got back to the states and actually uh, have act- actually had like three other drummers, and uh, we met through Dan Tripp. Oh yes, shout out to Dan. And from Field Trip, of course, and, and other projects. And he used to play for Field Trip mm-hmm. and years ago. Yeah, all right. And the Madcaps right. and. Oh, okay. So he meant uh, Troy. Yeah. Now it all comes together. I'm like, I knew you knew your face. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry, Johnny. Go ahead. Yeah, it's like a family reunion. <laughs> I had to connect my dots there for something. a minute. Like okay. <laughs> everybody's all related, yeah. right? So. Um, it's music. Yeah, it's a family tree goes it is. up and it's down. It is. It's a wreath. But. Uh, <laughs> or a record, in case of the music industry. Excuse me. But. Start. Uh, so that's how we. Uh, that's, that's how, how we you guys together. all came he, together. Yeah, Dan just said one time, you know, I got this guy. I think he might work out for you. Uh, he's got a oh similar my gosh, similar taste to me. Yeah, Dan's a good guy. Um, <laughs> and it, it was true. He really had a. He was a big Tom Waits fan. Uh, that was kind of where we were at it. Down. I should have worn my Tom Waits shirt, T-shirt for tonight. Dank on it. We just tried it out, and he had a real real sensitivity to to the the quietness of a lot of our songs. So uh-huh. that it worked out perfect. We played with a lot of drummers that were just kind of pounders and sort of took uh-huh. over, and so it was kind of what we needed. So we were able to do art openings in a lot of real quiet venues because of Troy with the brushes here. He's holding Roger. up the brushes. It's all it's all in the brushes, isn't it, Troy? Okay, so what Troy's saying, because I know you guys can't hear him out there, is he has actually a, adapted his sticks because he's yeah. using them now as brushes, and he's specialized them in order to use them for what they need in the band. Is that correct, Troy? 
Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That is really cool. And it has kind of become our sound, and it, on the the last album, uh, Shadow Upon the Snow, it's it's all brushes. Yeah. So it has that sound, and uh, it's really kind of catered to what he's doing in a way. So. So it brings about that unique quality that is the upper strata. Sure. And that's what you're looking for. You're looking for something that's unique and not um, out of the can, Mm -hmm. you know. And it's always changing. I mean, as you'll you'll hear some some new songs that aren't recorded yet, and it's a whole new direction. So So when we hit those new songs that um, haven't been recorded yet, would you point that out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, We're going to open tonight with uh, the first two which are Helpless and Bishop, correct? Correct. Okay, you want to give us a little background on Helpless and a little background on Bishop, and then we'll let you guys open up? Sure. Helpless is basically about uh, hiking to the bottom of the Grand Canyon. We had this one year where we went to the Grand Canyon about six times, and we went to the bottom and spent about three days at the bottom. And we were doing these backcountry hikes, and it's just this feeling of being at the bottom of the canyon up and realizing how helpless you are and small Mm. compared to nature. But then it's also got in this whole thing about man, uh, what am I doing in a big city like Phoenix? I'm a country guy. I should be out living off the land, right, somewhere. And so just that dichotomy, that weird feeling of, mm-hmm. you know, how do you live in a city and when you feel like you're really from the country? And that's kind of a, a theme in a lot of the songs because Bishop, to follow up, was actually kind of like about homesickness and that weird feeling of mm-hmm. leaving a, a, you know, a family get together or something and swearing you're going to get back to that table and then realizing you probably really won't ever get back to the table and that kind of sadness. Bishop was this, uh, we were trying to get to, um, actually to California uh-huh. uh, to get to the Pacific Ocean and and see uh, Yosemite and uh, all the mountain passes were closed oh, wow. at that time. It was a freak snowstorm and we, we were driving along the Sierra Nevada which I had no real firm idea of what the Sierra Nevada looked like, but it's burned in my brain now, this massive white wall of mountains, and uh, straight from the Misty Mountains from Tolkien or whatever, right? Couldn't get through them. Every mountain pass closed, and we stopped in this little town, Bishop, and just had this wonderful night having pizza and beer and staring out at the Sierra Nevada, oh, snow-capped. Wow. And it was one of those magical moments where you're like, you know, this is where I want to be. It's not where I'm supposed to be but I'm going to enjoy it for what yeah. it is. So that's kind of the spirit of the song is, you know, the the sort of happy accidents that happen along the way. Sometimes those are the best places in life to land, the happy accidents. Sure. So. If you can appreciate them for what they are exactly. and just kind of live in that moment. You know, and one of your questions was about how do you live in the moment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's pretty pretty apt for Bishop, I think. That's, I think that that's, fits very well for Bishop. Yeah. So. It's a lot of the theme of that. Okay. All right, well, the Upper Strata is going to get ready to take it away from here for us. We've got Helpless and Bishop to follow. Take it away, guys. I have 
these places Strange have remembered faces It's like a broken and haggard staggered Somewhere further, further out Well, you'll never realize And if they go far enough You know there just ain't nothing left And I have a hassle and you won't even notice it anymore. Yes, I stumble to fumble in my bar and lock my door. Well, the pressure that is tossing, that's what they call the name. But no more shutter, no more quick. Just the kind of stasis makes me wonder, is it too late? But I was raised in the country, guess I'm always trying to get myself back there.
not sitting here next to me, so I'm saying it all by myself. I was coming. I was coming. I was coming over. She was busy yimmer yammering. She was, hang- she was talking to Joe, I think, was what she was doing. I was. A so switchblade sound. Right. A switchblade <laughs> sound recording studio Just in, popped in Tempe, Howdy. Arizona. Yep. Check them out on Facebook. Check out his band, Sanitation Squad. Yes. Because everybody needs a little cleanup every now and then by the sanitation squad. Mm. Mm-hmm. Those were awesome songs, friends. Thank yes, you. they were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Switzerland must be home. Regular. Yep. 
Now, uh, um, born and raised there. How did you guys find each other? Was it just happenstance well, in you Colorado? <laughs> showed up at the karaoke bar? Or? Yeah, I was lonely in Colorado, and I just went to this um, Mexican bar, and uh-huh. it was karaoke night. He was singing uh, two songs, one by U2 and the other one um, by Bob Marley, uh-huh. and I kind of fell in love with the voice. Really? Yeah. yeah, he tried to get me to sing as well, but I... I lied and I said I didn't know any English songs. <laughs> so he said, "Well, what about 99 Red Balloons in German?" <laughs> no. <laughs> so did you guys car- karaoke 99 Luft Balloons? Chicken out. Johnny, are you from Colorado? No, I grew up in Florida. I was born outside of Philly, but I didn't really live there. Uh-huh. Um, okay. um, I fo- I still have folks up there in Pennsylvania, but uh, and New York and all over, but. Um, no, I grew up in, around Tampa. Oh, right on. In and around the Bay Area, as we say. But you can't say that out west. Cause no, it's like, wait, that's San Francisco. San Francisco yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Not that there isn't the Green Bay Area or something like that's that. That's true. Know. It's a lot of bays. But, uh, no, I grew up uh, in the, on the Gulf Coast there. So, right on. Which has had a big influence because, you know, we used to just hop in the car and go to New Orleans just to soak up New Orleans, you know. Right. That you would know. be a huge musical influence. Would you say that, in general... Johnny, that's where a lot of your musical in early musical influences come from is from the uh New Orleans oh, area. Oh, totally, totally. Sitting watching these old geezers at the you know, the Jazz Preservation Hall and um as well watching guys play bottleneck in the street and stuff mm-hmm. like that and um it you know, before Katrina and all that, it really you know, was really a pretty amazing place. It, I you know, I haven't been back really since, so I don't really know if that's still going on, but you know, it was a pretty Pretty incredible music epicenter, if you will, uh-huh. and then all through the Gulf because you get in Tampa. There's Haitian, Jamaican, yeah, yeah, all kind of Caribbean music. So there's so many influences coming up to that whole area. Yeah, we, and it's a port town, so you know, like any port town, like Tangier or uh-huh. any or you know, Marseille, it's a rough place. So there's a lot of shady characters and a lot of like kind of craziness going on. So you know, a lot of people just like get a generator and open a bar. Just kind of like on that. the on the corner, yeah, grab totally. a generator at a, at a corner, and there you go. <laughs> I remember running out of some places, and it's like, come on, the cops are coming. We got to get out of here. This isn't we don't have permits, you know. We don't have anything. And remember, cops telling me, oh yeah, we're going to confiscate all your equipment as uh, evidence and stuff. Really? Like that. Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> so fire marshal happens to show up and shut you down uh. and stuff like that. But no, it was cool. I mean, because I did get to see like Buddha music, for really? example, like Pokemon experience mm-hmm. and. Uh, there's a little area they used to call it Little Trench Town, and it was just Jamaican restaurants and things night. like that. Oh, so wow. A lot of that different influences. Nice. Kind of getting in. hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> Paints a good picture, though. You, you, can, uh, you can almost put yourself right there. He's a songwriter. So. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, come up to a mic real quick since you're, you're back there. <clears throat> you don't, we don't have you, Mike, to speak. Come, come on up. What have been some of your influences, Troy? Troy's a drummer, by the way, people. Um, not really. He's so afraid of the microphone. Really? Get up there, little Get up, get up there, little It won't bite, I promise. I actually uh, was a guitar player first. Oh. Um, figured out you get a lot more work as a drummer. And, You're uh, right about that. <laughs> first people that ever made me want to pick up sticks, like, you know, Stuart Copeland, John Bonham. And uh, that was an MTV baby. I was sitting there when mm-hmm. the Buggles debuted Video Killed Radio yeah. back when MTV still was music. I want Before my the MTV. Before 
yeah. the real the real world, and now we have um, out of that we have reality show hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and then I mean musically, I mean I've got everything in my collection from you know Paul Simon to Henry Rollins and everything really? in between. Oh yeah. If you if if it's a rainy Sunday afternoon, you're kicking back at the house. You're just chilling. Who do you pull out to listen to? Uh, this will destroy you. Why? Um, it's ambient. Um, I don't know if you're familiar. It's kind of like a post-rock uh, right. genre, lyricless. Um, allows you some space for thought. It kind of makes your life a soundtrack, so to speak. You know, kind of mentally, mentally put yourself in a film. Yeah, I hmm. I totally understand that. That's cool. That's mm-hmm. cool. Well, thank you, Troy. That kind of helps us get to know who you are and what you're all up to. Where were you born? Here. Here in Arizona. Oh, he's an Wait, Arizona native. Him, he's native. Ooh. <laughs> like a unicorn. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They actually exist, Martha. <laughs> I never got out, and uh, here I am. A few more years. Where did you graduate from? <laughs> High school. Washington. And then... I you got know. thrown out of Catholic school, so I went to... <laughs> yeah. My freshman year, they politely asked me to leave, so then I graduated from, <laughs> from Washington High, and then kicked around and hit out in community college for about six years and uh-huh. then graduated from ASU and then uh, also uh, a lumberjack too, got a master's from NAU. Right on. NAU, yes. So now I'm unemployed and playing music pretty much full-time now. Sounds about Well, that's perfect. not unemployed. That's employed. You're playing music full-time. That's employment. Yeah. It may not be rich, but it's employment. Right. <laughs> you know, and you're doing what you love. And God, we appreciate that well, very you do much. It for the love. Yeah, you do. You do it for the love. So... We've got two more songs coming up. We've got Sitting Stubborn and Sleeping in the Graveyard. Regula, you want to describe those for us a little bit? We'll give you a chance to, to talk. Wow. He he kind of writes the lyrics. Uh, I just put a fat bass line to it. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, Sitting Stubborn was written in a mining town in Arizona, mm-hmm. and it's about the experience of... Um, sitting in front of an old house that is kind of falling off the hill. Um, I guess that's how I would describe that song. <laughs> Johnny's like, no, man. Girl, it's about the pigeons flying overhead <laughs> on that mountaintop in Colorado. You don't, you don't, re- <laughs> no, let, her, let her talk. Let her talk. I know. And then sleeping in the graveyard. Well, that's just somber on its own, but it's kind of a nice song to dance to. It's a grave, a grave diggers union is what it is. Is it a nice song to dance to, Johnny? Would you say? Yeah, definitely. We've done it at the rhythm room, and people have gotten up and danced to it and everything. And um, um, you know, it's got a lot of changes to it. It's kind of like everything I ever learned in blues, and I threw it all in one song. Oh, it's so, a it's a blues soup bowl. Yeah, it started off more like a muddy waters, and then I and then it turned into to uh, Sunhouse, and then it turned to Robert Johnson, and nice. it's all of that together. Ah, uh, yeah. So it's kind of like the I inspiration is uh, Coolin' Board from uh-huh. Blind Willie McTell. You know, don't don't a man feel lonesome when his baby's on a coolin' board? Undertaker, Undertaker, please drive slow. You taking the one I love? So I changed it to my own that version makes, of yeah. that. So you'll hear that in the middle of it. Okay. Good, good, good. All righty, go ahead and take those two away. It's going to be Sitting Stubborn and Sleeping in the Graveyard. Mm-hmm. 
in here. Whoa. Um, yeah. <clears throat> that was awesome. Oh, yeah. Definitely uh, a bluesy <laughs> grinding dance number without a question. Okay. Johnny's switching over to bass. Regula is picking up the blessed accordion. I have been waiting for this moment. This is just, I'm so stoked right now. Yes! All right. We've got our next two songs that are coming up. Surrender and Between the Wars. A little backstory on those for us. Sure. Uh, we kind of got on this three-penny opera Kurt Vile kick for a bit. Um, uh, you know, 
from Tom Waits to Kurt Vile, that's not that big a stretch, you know, because he kind of did Dark Rider and that sort of homage to that. But um, those of you who don't know Three Penny Opera, it's, you know, this old German folk opera that was written by Bertolt Brecht and uh, Kurt Vile. Um, and it's where Mac the Knife comes from, right. Whiskey Song, a lot of really a lot of big undercurrent. Yeah, yeah, a lot of history there, a lot of like influences. And so I really was getting into that. And she, whenever we go back to visit her folks in Switzerland, we always hear accordion, mm-hmm. outpouring and yodeling and stuff too. But her parents are really into folkloric music, like that's hardcore. Awesome. So that's all you hear when you're there. And I love it. You know, it's wonderful. Yeah. And so I guess in a kind of homesickness thing, she was, she was getting a, uh, interested in picking one up. She picked one up, brought it back from Switzerland, and it just started to influence the songwriting. And so I got, combined with that Kurt Vile thing, uh-huh. we got on this thing about what was it like to be living in Europe between the wars, mm. you know, and all of the destruction of World War I right. and, and World War II coming eventually, and people being able to remember all that. So it just started to influence the, this whole body of work that was about war. Mm-hmm. So there's a song about refugees, there's a song. This one's called Surrender. And it's really, it's kind of taking the, uh, the idea of, of a battle and also applying it to like a relationship too. Mm. Not that it has anything to do with our relationship, but you know, it's kind of <laughs> like this idea. Honey, of, we're safe. <laughs> so, He's all the way on the other side of the yeah. stage. He's safe. So uh, at any rate, uh, so there's that tie-in too. So, okay. it's, you, know, you know, there's some, uh, obviously some, some sensual and metaphors in there and things. But then Between the Wars is the one that comes after, and it's just about, you know, you can imagine the beauty of Europe and then the destruction of Europe, mm. you know, and, and how do you reconcile those two things? How do you reconcile a beautiful beer hall in Germany and then the Holocaust? You know, how do you, how do you yeah, make that yeah. work? And so it's that kind of dichotomy. It's almost unfathomable. To it is. It's impossible. I mean, beauty of German culture and then that. So. Yeah. But uh, and luckily, learning German and living over there, I got to be exposed to the beautiful side of it. So that's kind of where we're going with these two songs. Okay. All right. Surrender in between the wars.
diatonic laying around uh-huh. and I never really got training on it but I just always messed with it when I was uh-huh. at their house and so when I saw it last time when I was in Switzerland I was like I'm going to get one and I'm just going to write anything without training just, just whatever feels good right on wow that's <laughs> awesome. awesome so this one is from Switzerland that you've brought over yes it is and it is very old sometimes some keys get stuck sometimes <laughs> some knobs fall off but I have been um, getting really good in repairing it. And it works <laughs> for you. It fits. Yeah. You know? That was awesome. Is, um, uh, real quick, is uh, um accordion that's manufactured over in Europe different from an accordion that's manufactured in the United States? I don't know, but most people play a chromatic, meaning that when you push and pull on the accordion, right. it's the same note, mm-hmm. but a diatonic is different notes nope. when you push, when you push and, pull. and pull. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I never picked one up here in the States. Mm, so. I'm going to have to find out. You spiked my <laughs> and curiosity. And which one was that one? This is a diatonic. Oh. Different when you push and pull. Wow. Did you notice that when she was pushing and pulling? That the, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. That's wicked cool. Yeah. And Weird Al plays one, too. So, you know, if Weird Al Yankovic can play one, I think that's just... I don't know. Well, I don't know how I segue really into good. Weird Al Yankovic other than I'm a big fan and that I think I think accordions are just wicked cool. I think they're think they're bad. So, you're bad in my book. Which is good. <laughs> Your last two songs are Misery and Paradise and Anyway. Now, um, so far, any of the songs that you've done, are they ones that are going to be coming up on the new album? Well, see, we've got two albums in the works. So if, from the acoustic one that we want to do, no. Okay. But from uh, the accordion one, right? which we're calling Surrender, which is kind of the old world one, the Kurt Vile one, that, yes, those two songs we just played are, will be on that. Will be on that Which one. is why we originally wanted to play those. So the the uh, Southern Road Lament one, uh, which will be the acoustic one, is uh, there's going to be some bluesy stuff. There's going to be a lot of different things on there. but uh, And that's summer of 2015. You're looking June, July. Summer's kind of a broad term. Uh, well, the, we tour, the tour dates we have right now are in July. So, in July? Okay. Yeah, and uh, you know, time off from work and all that that we've taken is in July. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully June, June-ish. Okay. <laughs> we'll have it in hand. Make sure you uh, follow them on Facebook, the Upper Strata, and that way too you can find out when the next release is going to be and their tour information. So, social media is really good for connecting for things like that. 
Mm. You know, so, and they're also um, on Re- Reverb Nation, Twitter, YouTube, Vimo, and Instagram, all under the upper strata, and it's all one word, all put together. So definitely be looking for them, okay? Uh, last two songs we got is said is Misery and Paradise, and anyway, give us a little backstory on those two. Well, Misery and Paradise, uh, was a, we were living near Paradise Valley and uh, sitting by the phone, and we just it was just a uh, kind of a bad time, not sure what was going on with work and why we were in Arizona and where's our home. I and still all, don't a know lot of here. A lot of big questions <laughs> going on. And I was found myself just sitting by the pool in this beautiful, balmy day by the pool. Like, oh, I've got it pretty good. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll throw something on the grill, that kind of thing. But it was just this strange feeling of loneliness and, and uncertainty. And I found myself going through my, my phone contacts just wanting to talk to somebody. So it was this really pitiful moment of misery in this beautiful place. And so that's kind of what the song was about. Waiting for this job to end, mm-hmm. waiting to be fired, waiting for something to happen, everybody to get laid off. And most people did from the job. So it was not like unfounded, that kind of feeling. And in any way, it was actually the first, one of the first songs we wrote together. She wrote the bass line to it. And I was coming home from work in Switzerland. And I used to take this high-speed rail train from Basel. And I was just really tired. And I got, got in, and she was playing me the song, and I, and I just grabbed whatever scrap of paper I could, and I wrote all the lyrics in, like, two minutes. Wow. As she played it to me. And it was just that feeling of rushing on a high-speed uh-huh. rail, but also that kind of exhausted energy you get when you're, you know... Too busy. Too busy, doing too much. And, yeah. But I, I loved the song, and I was like, wow, I, I got, I'm inspired by it. I'm going to put words to it right now, and it just happened in a blink of an eye. So, And then we never... We didn't play it for years... And then we we resurrected it with Troy because he really dug the disco beat to it. So Troy, the like, disco we, beat. He was just down with that. So we're like, okay, cool. We'll resurrect that one. So Cool. That's that. That's that. All right. Take it away for the last...
rusted, worn out, all kind of busted. Really forgot it alone inside the home. She's a horrible sound. Oh, a clock running down. Every minute I'm throwing into the darkness. is that the brushes don't have any rebound. Brushes have no rebound. So to play that fast with brushes, these brushes were never intended for the use that I'm using them for. But Usually people will bring something like this out, uh -huh. but it doesn't, it doesn't really have quite the same feel. Now you've but so you've designed these particularly. No, 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 no. These are standard Vicfirth white brushes you can get. They're heavier than probably the heaviest they make, but yeah. Yeah. Now I'm awesome. stuck with them. It works. It works. <laughs> it works. It's, but it's beautiful. Well, we want to thank you guys so much for being here. I'm going to ask you, once you get a drink of water and cool down a little bit, um, stick around if you guys can, because we want to um, get a couple of shots of you guys. Totally. Totally. Well, cool. thanks so much for having us into the Time Out Lounge. Yeah. Very cool place. Never been here before. So. Yeah. Next time you come back, hopefully the wall will be done. <laughs> I thought it was this whole urban aesthetic kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're into urban aesthetic. It's industrial. It is, totally. And it fits, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, go cool off. Okay, thanks. Thank you. That Woo! was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, Miss Carol, what have, what have we got going on board here? What's coming up? we got some songs coming up. got some songs coming up. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Are we gonna, is is Miss Patty going to hit the magic button? She is all ready to go. All right, Let's go for it. Happens. Go, go, Patty.
Fantastic. It's so good to hear your voice. And you. <laughs> As we have time well, delay I, I, over I, the I, airwaves. I I've, uh, I've, I've, just, I've just got a cup of tea, so I've stopped sleeping. Uh, I was wondering if you set your alarm, love. Yeah, I set, set two of them. <laughs> and your wife probably hit you over the head and said, knock it off. <laughs> she made me sleep in the room next door. Oh, that's, that sounds like a good marriage, doesn't it? <laughs> it sounds like a long marriage. <laughs> in the middle of the night. I can't, I can't. It's like, come on, come on, wife. I'm I'm on American radio here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He doesn't appreciate oh, me, you know. <laughs> I know you're just you're so underappreciated, but we love you, and that's exactly. all that matters. <laughs> well, tell tell me what you've been up to. You you've just uh, finished uh, putting out your second album. And you guys have been on tour. Yeah. How how's all that been going? Oh, it's been great. Yeah, we've been actually this year. We've been uh, relatively quiet. We went to uh, Holland and Germany earlier on in January, which was great. But we're really looking forward to um, our first gigs in the states next month. Yeah, tell us a little bit more about the the gigs here in the states that you're heading to, Duncan. Yeah, we're just playing um, a, a few of them. We're playing in Chicago, Indianapolis, and uh, Milwaukee as you do, um, being arranged through uh, through a friend, Carl Gross, from the Gross Brothers. And, um, yeah, we're playing, go on, we're playing there. It's um, August the 10th, 11th, and 12th. Uh, so, okay, that's... 10th, 11th, and 12th, I mean. Oh, and April 10th, 11th, and 12th, you'll be in the States then? Yeah, that's right. Okay. And Chicago's first? Indianapolis is first. On uh-huh. the Friday night, then uh, Chicago on the Saturday at Regis, and then uh, Milwaukee at the place called the Cactus Club. How fantastic! Are you guys looking forward to it? Is everybody nervous, or is oh, everybody like bet. totally yeah. like yeah, yeah? 
Well, how how has yeah. the um, second album been received? How's it been going? Oh yeah, really good. Um, it's quite different from the uh, first album, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, I was worried whether people would would go with it, but uh, they they really have. Yeah, the feedback's been fantastic. That's great. And um, after the states, and you get back to your flat there, and you're kicking back and you're having your cup of tea. What's the next plan? <laughs> um, we just carry on. We've got. Uh, I mean, we play mainly in Europe, so we carry on playing in uh, the UK, Germany, Norway, and on. We tend to concentrate on the, the UK, Scandinavia, and uh, Germany. Now, when, when you guys set up in clubs over there. Um, I'm wondering how different they might be than American clubs. So after you come over here to the States and you play, I want to talk again and um, kind of get a comparison uh, point of view from you guys and and, um, how you've seen the differences. Uh, My co-host, Carol Pacey, sitting here next to me, she is the lead singer of Carol Pacey and the Honey Shakers, and we need to get a CD over to you of Carol's music (laughs) so you can share it over there. But I'd like to introduce you, Duncan. I like that, yeah. Duncan, this is uh, my friend and co-host, Carol Pacey. Good evening. Hello, Carol. <laughs> Actually, Hi. good morning to you. Hi. <laughs> it is. It is good morning. Is that all you're going to say after you get... I'm, after yes, <laughs> I'm listening to you. You're so good. Well, tell them we just played a song. Did Did you hear us play your song? We played Another City. No. Yeah, 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 we played, we oh. played Another City is what we played. So I'll send you the link yeah, my, from, uh, the, my from love, the show. My, that's my... That's my love song to London. Is that your love if, song uh, to London? When, yeah, when pe- a lot of people who come to London always ask me what what should I what should I do when I come to London, and um, one of the one of the best things you can do is take the uh, a, a thing called the Clipper down down uh-huh. the river uh, and, and do it just as it's turning dark. Um, mm. It's an amazing sight, both in, in in what you can see and also the people on the boat. It's just like uh, you know a bus, like you know part part of uh, the uh, the city transport system. It costs just a few pounds, and um, especially on a Saturday night when you take 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 it down the river, uh, all the people are out partying, and it's uh, uh-huh. it's quite a sight. Let me tell you. It sounds like it'd be beautiful. Well, someday when I get over to London, because that is on my trek of wanderlust. I have to stop, pop in, and uh, make sure we head down to the local pub because we got to hang out. Ooh. Exactly, definitely do well, that. Well, you keep rocking, keep doing what you're doing. It's been phenomenal. Uh, the first album, I just, I absolutely fell in love with the sound and with the music. And then the second album, Duncan, you're, I mean, you're you're doing the right thing, and it's working. And um, when you guys sit down and you start planning. Is it a collaborative between all of you, or is this something that is coming directly from you? How, how does all that songwriting and, and the setup, how does it all work? I tend to do it, you know, just uh, tunes pop into my head, and sometimes uh, I, I have to get them down straight away. So um, people will often be staring at me in public as I'm singing a tune into <laughs> my iPhone. He's so right. And, uh, <laughs> and then I'll come back to them later on, and it's like I've forgotten. Wow, wow, that sounds good. Is that me? Yeah, it must be me. And then I put them together like a jigsaw puzzle and um, and then write the words. And I've got a little studio at home where I demo them and then uh, take them over generally to my friend Tony Barber in New York where we he's got a little studio there. And um, and uh, he's, a, he's a genius. He used to be in 
the Buzzcocks and Chelsea and what have you, and he's produced the Buzzcocks and people. Wow. And uh, he makes them sound good. That that's for that's that's phenomenal, and that is for sure. Man, you guys have got so much going on there in music. It's it's still really alive over there in the London area, isn't it? Well, yeah, it, it's it's alive in little little pockets, really. I mean, um, like everywhere, um, you know, there's there's a lot of DJs and what have you going on and, and pushing bands out to an extent, but there's little pockets. People people won't let it die. It can't die. I mean, it's it's a part of it's a part of who we are. I think as human beings, don't you? Exactly. Yeah, it's what it's what we grew up with, and, I, and these mm-hmm. things go in waves. You know, um, you know. I mean, I love guitar-based music, although I have quite a bit of keyboards on the album as well. But um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it, it, the classic lineup of two guitars, bass, and drums is never is never going to go away because it's no. as good as it gets. Now, what what made you decide to bring in more keyboards on this album? It's like everything. I have no choice. <laughs> it just comes <laughs> out, you know. It's, uh, I, 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 the, the key when I started finding myself writing more was just to not worry about what I was writing and just mm-hmm. let it come out, what, whatever it is. And so I just go where uh, go where the muse takes me, really. And if I, if, if I fancy putting a... Uh, a tango accordion on a tracker uh, that's what I'll do so there's not a formulation that you follow it more it, it really is whatever your fancy is hitting at the, at that moment and it transcends into a song yeah i i i, I still um uh, am amazed and um it, it, in a really nice way uh, uh, where it all comes from i have absolutely no idea where it comes from it just as I say, it just arrives into my head, and um, uh, and I put it down, and and then have no no memory of how it got there at all. Um, but um, but I'm quite impressed that it did, really. Yes, yes. Has this always been something though that's been a part of you ever since you were a kid? Um, I've always wanted to be a musician. I used to find it. I mean, back in the days, long, long time ago, when I was in the boys. Um, I used to find it very difficult to write, and, and I was quite mm-hmm. a late starter. And I think it was just having a few years under my belt and uh, having listened to a lot of music and got a lot of influences that, um, and as I say, stopped worrying about what people would think about it and uh, what I should be writing and, and just and just doing it, that, that it became a lot easier. And I think that's what you have to do. You have to stop worrying about what everybody else, what you think everybody else wants. And exactly. go with what your gut exactly. is, you know, because exactly. it is yeah. about you and what you're in your passion. Not I feel Duncan is quite my uh, brother from another mm-hmm. mother. Yeah, <laughs> so you guys sound like twins. I'm like, this sounds exactly, exactly. Yeah, it does. Exactly. It really does. And I think for any songwriter, I think that simpatico is going to be there in how you um, process things and how you view your world. You know, it's it's very different and it's special. Are you still there? Or did yeah, we lose you? Lyrically oh. as well, I, I I like to just write little little stories, and and usually they're they're, they're based on something that's uh, happened in my life. So another city which you played, as I say, was just uh, based on one night taking a boat down the river with a friend and and seeing mm-hmm. all these uh, these uh, hordes of uh, young ladies and gentlemen out out uh, <laughs> on uh, bag nights and hen nights. So you know little things like that just trigger it off and. Um, 
and, and I just like writing, as I say, writing little three-minute stories about things that have happened. And and in this last album, when uh, you started putting your stories together, were any of them influenced by your trip? Was it a year ago? Or was it two years ago? Where you were over? I believe it was in Florida, in Miami. Were any of the songs influenced from that trip over here? I don't think lyrically, but um, there's a song called um, "Long, Long Gone." When we were taking the um, the the bus from Miami down to Key West, uh-huh. and every every time I go to America, I, I get I, I get a tune that's usually quite country inspired, because um, I, I I do like really good country music. I like the lyrics, the way that they're so direct, and uh, and I have a lot of good tunes. And although mm-hmm. if you listen to the track, it sounds I think quite quite English. Underneath it is fundamentally a country tune. And, yes, I did um, pick that up. I've al- yeah, I've al- I've always found that that I I, I love being surrounded by um, uh, American music and it, uh, uh, I find it very inspiring. The the, the, the best um, the, the the best holiday I ever, I ever had was when uh, me and my wife started off in um, New Orleans and then travelled up through Mississippi and the Delta up oh. to Memphis and then over to over to Nashville just. Uh, Going to all these really fantastic music cities and, and just being surrounded by all of that American music, I found really inspiring. It's funny that you mentioned that because our live band tonight, um, the Upper Strata, um, I'll have to send you some of their music. Um, he was just talking about tonight, Johnny's the lead singer, about um, the time that he lived down in that New Orleans period area yeah. and um, the influence of, of you know the blues and how um, all that integrated into influencing them. So, uh, you know, it, it's something how the blues have influenced music really worldwide, um, just from that corridor of the United States. And then you put the mishmash in it of um, the blues influence from Europe, and uh, you, you really get quite a, an interesting mix. Well, you know, England and the U.K. in general has, has, has made quite a good living from the Beatles and the Stones on for, onwards mm. and taking American music and getting it wrong and then uh, <laughs> you know selling it selling it back to you guys um, but it is amazing and we've been buying it huh? <laughs> yeah well you know please carry on <laughs> but um, it is amazing going to that, that, that area especially Mississippi I, I mean as far mm. as I can uh, see Mississippi is just one big field and um, you know all of that amazing music from the blues and Elvis and everybody else came from it, and uh, yeah. it, it, it was um, it was inspiring to see where it all came from. It's definitely the heart of rock and roll, the blues. Yeah. And um, I really appreciate you waking up early. Tell your wife we said thank you. And um, I don't think I've I woken lo- her up. <laughs> well, I think you're gonna have to go jump on the bed and say, "Wake up!" No. <laughs> oh, oh God, no! Don't do that. that. I, want to, I want to live. <laughs> he wants well, to live another day to write another song. Song. When? When? Um, when Very can exactly. we? When can we anticipate possibly the next album in the works? Goodness, I have no idea. I just keep on writing and 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 seeing um, when I, when I think I'm ready. When I've got about twelve or thirteen good songs, I, I wrote a. Even though I say it myself, I wrote a brilliant song on Saturday, so I'm quite on. I'm Ooh. on a roll at the moment. We see, we see how quickly it goes. Nice. I yeah, can't wait it, to hear. Yeah, it's um, it's called Just Because You're Paranoid. <laughs> 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 it's, uh, I'm re- yeah. 
that sounds like modern day politics, and that's a whole other subject. <laughs> well, yeah, Duncan, exactly. we've got to wrap it up here um, tonight, and I really appreciate you calling in. It's been uh, great talking to you and following everything that you've been doing. And um, I love you, brother, and I look forward to getting to hear you live uh, here one of these days, and uh, we'll meet up and we'll at least share a pint. Definitely. Okay. Say, saying good morning to England. I will do. Okay. Love you. We'll uh, talk good to evening soon. to all of you. Oh, thank Bye. you, hon. Bye-bye. Bye. I heard was maybe around nine o'clock. Okay, and, and who else is playing? I don't know. A lot of people. There's there are several bands listed on the flyer, but it's an all day event, so oh. it runs from I just pulled that up from two p.m. to two a.m. I don't know who all is playing. I can say the ones that are playing that day sometime, and that's us, Carol Pacey and Honey Shakers, the Rhythm Dragons, Pratt Roberts and the Haymakers, the Hubcap Steelers, and Hello Dollface. Hello Dollface. But I know there's got to be more bands than oh, that. I'm sure. Anyway, I'm sure. it's awesome. It is for Bike Week, and they're going to be raising money benefiting homeless veterans. That's, so a, good, that's a good thing to be, be doing. Be there, be square. Yeah. And I know on April 4th, a day to remember is going to be over at Tempe... Town Beach, and um, gosh, there's a bunch of bands that are going to be playing that day. It's an all-day festival, there's too. A lot. We'll, we'll, we'll post 4th. it on our, uh, yeah, our we'll, Facebook page. On the, yeah. If you guys follow the Hey Girls page, we are always throwing up local stuff that's going on, um, tours that are coming in. I mean, we really work try, right. we're trying hard to keep that updated, right. don't we? Right, we do. And because we're trying to stay updated, we don't know exactly which three songs Patty's going to pick out first tonight, but I will post them as soon as I as know which songs. Know. Yeah. I, I'm hoping one of them is Kid Pistol. She, I don't know what she's she's, she's mouthing hear. something over there. But anyway, we're out of here. Say okay. Good night. Good night. Peace good night. out. <laughs> this has been the Hey Girl Show for March 2015, and we are out of here.
this time I'm on my own. 